Amen. Thank God for his great eternal love, the love that drew salvation's plan. We're going to turn this evening for a short time to Matthew's Gospel and the chapter 11. Matthew's Gospel and the chapter 11. Reading in this chapter from the verse 1. And let us hear God's word together. Matthew 11 and the verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Amen. We'll end the reading there at the 11th verse, and may the Lord indeed bless his word to our hearts this evening. I would center my thoughts tonight around the question that is found in verse 3. And said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? John the Baptist had been cast into prison, and he was cast into prison because he rebuked Herod for his sin. Herod had taken his brother's wife, and John the Baptist, in preaching, rebuked Herod, and as a result, he was cast into prison. I'm sure that Herod would have had him executed immediately, but he probably feared a backlash from the people, and so John the Baptist was left to languish in prison. And while John was in prison, he gets reports about the work of the Lord. 
And as he's in prison, he hears as to how the work is going on and how the Lord continues on his mission. And the Lord is doing many mighty works and miracles are taking place and the Lord is preaching the gospel. John the Baptist hears of that in the prison. And so John still had his own disciples and he sent two of those disciples to the Lord. And he sent them to the Lord with the question that is here in this text, verse 3. And the question they put to the Lord from John the Baptist was, Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? And whenever you would meditate upon that question, that question is an expression of doubt. Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? Was he doubting here the person of the Lord Jesus Christ? Was John the Baptist beginning to think, have we got it all wrong? The one who came into the world in Bethlehem's manger, the one who was promised of the Lord, the one who is the Messiah, the one that John himself had prophesied of, the one of whom he was the forerunner. You notice in our Bible reading there the words of the Lord in verse 10, and he said of John the Baptist, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I sent my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. That was certainly a reference back to the Old Testament Scriptures. And in Isaiah the chapter 40 and the verse 3, it speaks about the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And also over in Malachi, the final book of the Old Testament, the chapter 3 and the verse 1, Behold... I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. And here was the one who was that very messenger. Here's the one who was the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's asking the question, Art thou he? Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? And I thought that at this time of the year, when we think of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ into this world, it's a good question just to, to ask again. Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? As we think about that question tonight, it brings to mind, firstly, the confession of John the Baptist. The confession of John the Baptist. What had he to say about the Savior? We've already indicated that he was the forerunner. He was the messenger that was to prepare the way of the Lord. And if you were to glance back there in this Gospel of Matthew to the third chapter, and in Matthew's Gospel, the chapter 3 and the verse 13, 
It relates to us here how the Lord would come to John the Baptist to be baptized. And in Matthew 3 and the verse 13, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so nigh, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And in verse 17 of that chapter, when the Lord had been baptized, it says, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And there is John the Baptist there, and he's baptizing the Savior, and he will hear the words from heaven, This is my beloved Son. And then you put that to the question, Art thou he? This is my beloved Son. Come over into the Gospel of Mark, and it's Mark chapter 1. And just to look there in Mark chapter 1, we're thinking about the confession of John the Baptist concerning Christ. And in Mark 1 and the verse 7, he preached. It says, And preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist's confession, here's one coming, and he's mightier than I, not worthy to stoop down and to unloose the latchet of his shoes. That's the honor that John the Baptist put upon the Savior. He said, I baptized with water, but he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit of God. Look over into John's Gospel, chapter 1, for just a moment. Perhaps the most well-known words of John the Baptist concerning the Savior. And you would know them tonight before we look at them in John 1 and the verse 29. The Lord was returning from the temptation in the wilderness, and the next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. John the Baptist is saying of the Savior, He's the Lamb of God. He's the sacrificial Lamb of God. And he's the one who has come into this world to become that sacrificial lamb upon Calvary's tree and by the great work of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross, he's going to take away the sin of the world. What a confession. John chapter 1, the verse 34. John says, And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. John the Baptist was convinced there. He said, I saw and bear record, this is the Son of God. And then in verse 36, he's going to repeat those words. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold the Lamb of God. And so John there has repeatedly given that confession of his faith, that testimony concerning the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you could look over into John chapter 3. 
just for a moment. And in verse 29, notice what John says there very clearly. Verse 28 of John 3, Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. That he was sent before the Lord Jesus Christ to prepare that way before him. And he's clearly testifying, I am not the Christ, but I'm sent before him. And there in John 3 and the verse 30, he says, He must increase, but I must decrease. He's clearly shown us here by his own words, by his own testimony. He has prophesied of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has preached of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has pointed others to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has made that confession of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yet there's our question in Matthew 11 and the verse 3. Art thou he? So having thought about the confession of John the Baptist, we think secondly about the concern, the concern of John the Baptist. Because the question, as we've indicated, is expressive of doubt. Art thou he that should come? And given what we've already glanced at there of what John the Baptist said concerning Christ, it's hard to believe that here we would read of the same man asking the question, Art thou he? There would be two opinions in relation to why this question was asked. The first thought is that John was asking for himself. It was his question. The second opinion would be that John was asking for the benefit of his disciples. And he sent those two disciples to the Lord that they would hear from the Savior. And so there would be the two schools of thought. But if you were to take it that John was asking this question for himself, and that he needed reassurance here, then we can see that certainly doubts had risen within his heart about Christ, the one in whom he believed, the one whom he preached, the one that he declared, the one that he pointed others to, and he now has doubts. It's hard to take that in. But when you think about his circumstances, languishing in the prison cell. No doubt as the days and weeks and months go past and he's feeling that loneliness, maybe he's feeling he's been forgotten. Doubts begin to come. There would be discouragement there in such a situation. Here was a man who was used to living out in the wilderness What went he out into the wilderness to see? He was out in the wilderness. He was a strange individual. By the way that he dressed and even his diet, he ate locusts and wild honey. Here's a man who seemed to love the outdoors and that ruggedness. He's now confined in a prison. And he's been left there for quite some time. 
You can imagine the thoughts that would naturally come into his mind and into his heart. Maybe there's a heaviness that's died in his heart there. And he's entertaining doubts. Discouragement. Disappointment. Maybe thinking that why is the Savior not come to the prison? Why has the Lord not come to, to visit me here? Why has the Lord not done a miracle for me and set me free? And maybe he had disappointment there within his heart and that would lead to disillusionment. See, in verse 2 it says, Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, the work's going on. John's shut away in the prison, but the work goes on. And so with all of those very difficult circumstances, it's quite possible that even one of the caliber and character of John the Baptist, he could have doubts and fears. Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? Sometimes God's people can find themselves overwhelmed by circumstances that they find themselves in, and they can end up almost, as it were, in a prison. Maybe shut into their own homes at times, they feel it's a prison. The prison house of doubt. Prison house of discouragement and disappointment. The prison house of being disillusioned. John the Baptist is wondering here within his heart, Art thou he that should come, or have I got this completely wrong? Have all my efforts been a total waste of time? Doubts the very truths that he believed and the truths that he had preached about Christ. That's if he was asking the question for himself. Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? But if he was asking the question about his disciples, maybe the disciples of John who were very loyal to him when they saw him languishing there in the prison, maybe they began to doubt the Savior. Maybe they began to doubt the one that John the Baptist had pointed them to. And therefore John the Baptist did the wisest thing possible and he sent them to the Savior. And he wanted them to hear for themselves, to take away their doubts and their fears. Is any tonight here or even at home filled with doubts and fears? We would, as it were, tonight send you to the Savior, though that you would see afresh the Lord Jesus Christ, and your doubts and fears would be removed. Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? You can see the confession of John the Baptist, the concern of John the Baptist, but thirdly, the confirmation to John the Baptist, because the Lord would answer. The Lord would give that answer. You see that in verse 4. Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. Go and tell John. 
Go and reaffirm this message to John about the things that you hear and the things that you see. And he lists them here in verse 5. He said, The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor of the gospel preach to them, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And the Lord was giving those two disciples a list of the things that they had heard and a list of the things that they had seen. And he was saying to them, take this back to John the Baptist with you. Give him this message. The Lord was in effect quoting from the Old Testament scriptures. The Lord was quoting words from Isaiah 35 and the verses 5 and 6. And it says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and the streams in the desert. And so when the Lord gave that answer in Matthew 11, he was really quoting the scriptures of the Old Testament. And he's saying, You give, give John the Baptist this answer. The Lord, you'll notice, didn't criticize John the Baptist for the question. It was an honest question before the Lord. The Lord didn't cast off John the Baptist, but the Lord gave him that answer from Scripture. The Lord was quoting to him words from the Old Testament that were prophesying of the coming Messiah that would find their fulfillment when the Christ of God would come. And therefore, the Lord Jesus is saying to those two disciples of John, go back to John and give him these verses of Scripture and tell him these are the things that are happening. And what he was showing him there was the very evidence and the proof that he is the Christ of God. Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Well, the Lord was in effect here saying to John, I am he. I am the one that was prophesied off from those Old Testament scriptures. And you'll find those scriptures and prophecies that you're familiar with, they're being fulfilled in me. And in answer to your question, art thou he? The Lord was saying, yes, I am the Christ of God. And you be reassured of that, John. Or you be reassured of that, John's disciples. And the Lord was giving him a word of Scripture to deal with doubt. It's often been said that the blood of Jesus Christ takes away our sin. But the book of the Lord Jesus Christ takes away our doubts. And whenever we would be plagued with doubts, and if we're honest this evening before the Lord, there's times we all have doubts. But when we have those doubts, we should come to the scriptures of truth, and we would find that God's word will be the answer to those doubts. And for those at times, and maybe at this time of the year, 
This time of the year, more than any other time of the year, they can find themselves, as it were, locked into some kind of prison house. We would send you tonight to the Lord Jesus Christ and to his precious word and to get that word from the Lord to confirm your faith tonight. To confirm your faith in the Savior. But then in the fourth place tonight and finally, the commendation of John the Baptist. We said the Savior didn't criticize him. The Savior didn't cast them off. In fact, the Savior would speak so highly of John the Baptist. And when those two disciples have departed and they're on their way back to John the Baptist with the answer, the Lord turns to the multitudes around him and he had questions for them. Verse 7, and as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind. And they went out to the wilderness to hear John the Baptist. What went ye out into the wilderness to see? Was it just a reed? A reed is a flimsy thing. A reed is a very weak thing. A reed that's something that's easily shaken. Blown about in the wind. Is that all you went out to see? Just something that was blown about in every direction? Is John the Baptist just a reed shaken with the wind? Verse 8. Another question. But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. The soft clothing there being linked with the king's houses and being in a place of luxury and a place of ease. And when you went out to the wilderness, did you go out to see a flimsy reed that was blown and shaken in the wind? Did you go out to the wilderness to see one who was dressed in soft clothing and getting an easy time of it? No, no. Verse 9, but what went ye out for to see? A prophet? And the Lord goes on to say, yea, and more than a prophet. What a commendation that was from the Lord concerning John. A prophet? One who was chosen and anointed as the Lord's messenger to go before the Lord's face and to prepare the way before him? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. We finished our reading in verse 11. And the Lord further commends John the Baptist. He says, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. What a commendation that was. None greater And John the Baptist, by way of character, by way of witness, and so the Lord was showing to us here, he was a steadfast man, he was a sent man, and he was a special man. Because the Lord knew the heart of John the Baptist and knew that he was a true servant of the Lord. And so there's the question there, art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another caught up 
in the prison house of doubt, thank God, tonight, through the authority of God's precious word, we can have our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ renewed. And we don't need to look for any other. Do we look for another? No, we come to the Lord Jesus Christ and we are complete in him. And he is our all in all. And we need not tonight to look for another. May the Lord bless these thoughts to each of our hearts this evening. And we'll